Start the party, Dan. Oh no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should have just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. And for me, that's all I need. It's what I live for. It's the air that I breathe. Because I'm rude for me. And I'm not sorry. Welcome everybody to the block party. Dan really didn't like that one. Hello, yeah, friends, idiots, I, and friends I, who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. This is Block Party. It's episode number 125. I'm John. I'm Stefan. I feel like you whiffed on that. So I told you to do the more How was that a whiff? Opening. You said to do it sensual. Yeah, but your voice I, sort of, it didn't crack, but it was sort of like the, it was a little bit up and down. You know what I mean? Like, like I was hoping for more. I don't more know what you like, mean. I guess you need like an, I think what we should actually do is get you like the specific like ASMR mic and then you cause, oh. could you could you try it one more time start the party dan no see and then you had the pause there too so i i feel like start the party we, dan no no it's we, we Hello. lost it. well i don't listen to asmr what am i supposed to be doing well, do is it a more breathy yeah breathy? Okay. that's exactly it thank you okay. dan. start the party dan it's yeah it sounds bit. like you're dying but <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you know what? Like we could, that could be like a bonus episode. Just one time we re-record a whole block party episode, but in ASMR. ASMR. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, I like that. friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to the, your favorite podcast about social media. I'm getting rejection. the tingles. I'm getting, and that's what you need is the tingles. This is block so. party. Yeah. I'm John. <laughs> I, Stefan, you, let's get you on some ASMR shit. No, but see, the, okay. I'm Stefan. Come on, but you're just okay. whispering. That wasn't like, is that what ASMR is? Do you just whisper? It's just whispering. Yeah. Anyway, this is a very long yeah. intro without introducing our guest. Our apologies. Uh, we're very happy to have him on the show. Longtime uh, friend of mine. He is a stunt magician, and he's also one of the four magicians featured in the brand new show Big Trick Energy coming out on True TV. Wes Barker is here. Hi, Wes. Hi, Wes. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. That was a weird intro. I liked it. <laughs> I'm really uh, glad no one else has to actually physically watch you guys talk like that in the microphones. Just listening yeah, okay. would probably be okay. Watching it was real weird. The visual is worse because we have to kind of we have to get close to the mic and we yeah. sort of put a, and it's not like on purpose we're putting a face on when we do it but we do put like a face on when to. like like John could you do it one more time? Hello everybody. Yeah, Welcome it just feels like you're looking directly at me. I don't like it. That's serial killer stuff right there. That's, yeah. Yeah, I honestly wasn't. I was looking at myself, but I feel like it's maybe because I've got the like I've got you guys up on you my got TV. the big screen, right? Yeah, yeah. So well, maybe that's why I don't know, yeah. but. I tried my best to not look at you, but it felt, I guess it's like, pardon me. It's like when you do a comedy show and there's, there's sometimes like people in the audience will be convinced that you were looking at them the whole time. Yeah. And I'm like, mm. no, I was just like staring at the back wall of the club. Like I always do, but that's cool that you thought I was looking you directly in your eyes. Yeah. Unless it's like your mom and you're doing a masturbation joke, but you're just looking at the lights. You can't see, but she's like, why is he staring right at me? <laughs> so I don't do any is. masturbation jokes. So, I mean, I have no idea what you're talking about, Wes. <laughs> That's my bad. I haven't seen you in a while. You've uh, increased your, your 
Your style of comedy is amazing. Yeah, it's better now. I'm, I'm better. Last time I, I, I thought you was all about like fighting your dad or something on Wii. Oh. That was the last. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a yeah. classic. That's like, uh, you know, if I was famous, that would be my classic bit. Yeah. I don't yeah. think you can call anything a classic bit when no one knows who you are or cares. But like if I was, you know, if I was famous, that people would be like, that's the that's the classic. You know, people would quote that one. I feel like it would be a, a classic bit from the the podcast, though, maybe. Like, yeah, and this is a bit I feel like we haven't brought up in like a few months now, but I, I, we might as well bring it up again. But it would be the peanut bit, I think, would be the See, classic. And we bit, don't right? have to bring it up, you know. No, but I, but I, I do feel like it's been long enough. We have to bring it up every so often, right? Oh, and, uh, and it would be good if you explain to, to Wes exactly uh, what that bit is. I don't want to, though, because then it's. I know, I know you don't. Doesn't make me look good. Uh, anyway, well, you, you Wes, do look great, by the way. You look, oh, it's, for God's sake, you know. You. I'm being nice. Don't patronize me. I'm not patronizing you. You, you look are. good. You have good lighting. You look good. Okay, listen. Sorry, I retract the son of a bitch statement because I like That's your fine. mom a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you piece of shit. Uh, so, uh, Wes, what happened was I was trying to say the word peanut and I said peanut. I made it into like two different words because ah. I had just previously been talking about corn nuts. <laughs> and so then I like so that I think like it was in your head it I mean, jiggled my brain yeah. and then I so yeah so that was really my main issue there yeah that's the big story I mean yeah, that's, that's not uh that's not worth bringing up more than once I don't think you guys well know. I mean you'd be surprised Wes <laughs> you would that was on episode 19 and here we are on episode Whoa. 125 still talking about it we have a t-shirt we have it. a we have uh, a uh, like I guess it's a business card right that I have explains. a business yeah a, a listener made business what, cards for me to give to guests in person so that I don't have to explain it on the show but of course oh obviously you're not here but if you were here in studio with us I could, I, I could pass you the business card yeah. Wow, yeah can you mail me one yes uh, I will <laughs> mail you one I'll mail you one or next time I see you yeah I mean you live in Toronto now so I don't see you as much anymore but I live in Montreal now I moved again what yeah when did that happen uh january 1st i moved here and then immediately got on a plane and flew to vancouver to film a tv show so i've actually only been here two and a half weeks even though i paid rent three times oh Uh, my god yeah i live next door to uh to my buddy who's also on the show and uh super popular youtuber named chris ramsey okay and uh i was like he has a huge youtube studio here and uh and he bought his neighbor's house this one and um, he's like, hey, man, why don't you just pay me rent instead of living in Toronto? We'll just make YouTube videos and make our TV show together. So I'm living in Montreal, like outside Montreal, and it's super French where we are. And my French is fucking <laughs> not good. <laughs> so it is real weird uh, living here right now. But uh, I desperately miss Toronto, especially when I have to go out and buy anything and anywhere at all. <laughs> I miss when I could just speak to the cashier and it wasn't yeah. a problem. Well, and I'm like, I'm a magician, right? I do weird stuff. So the other day I had to buy like 20 different types of buckets and <laughs> impossible. Wait, to how explain. many, how many types of buckets are there? Uh, well, you'd be surprised. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I would be. You have surprised me in one store. And the lady was so confused and I had no way of communicating to her uh, that, that I, I, I don't know. She's like, why? Why do you have this? I don't know how Quoi? to tell you. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like je ne comprends pas she's like yeah me too don't understand you either like what are you doing she's telling me how much every bucket is worth because she's so concerned she's like this one's ten dollars you know this one's thirteen dollars and i'm following that along in french i'm not sure why she's telling me i can see it on the screen i'm like what's going on it's very crazy uh, what is so, yeah, bucket in, in french uh i think it's les sous no that's sh- yeah yeah okay 
Sue, S E A U. See, I can read a lot of it. I just can't pronounce what the words are. I don't know how to yeah. say it. I, I feel like I was. Wouldn't that be was like so? French. If it was S E A U, I th- feel like it'd be pronounced so, so. No, Le so, 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 so. Yeah, they so. Hey, I didn't say it because I was afraid. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what the sign said, and I could read it. So that's all. Are I you do. in that? Like, I mean, the one thing I love about Quebec, I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the show before, so I forgive me if we have. But um, is I do like you, you know, and you said you're in a more French area, so maybe it doesn't happen as much. But when you're in Montreal. If you try to speak French mm-hmm. to the to whoever to a cashier or a server or whatever, um, and they can hear that you uh, speak English, they don't they don't do not want to engage you in French. You know, like you could be like, oh, uh, je vais prendre le Coca Cola or whatever, and they'll be like, yeah, yeah. And do you want fries? Or like they'll just immediately start speaking yeah. English to you. They're like, I'm not gonna, yeah. I don't speak French to this guy. Come on. Yeah, here here they they love it when you try. Oh, okay, they that's good. Love it. And oh, okay. a lot of that is because in this area, it's like 50-50 whether they speak any English at all. Seriously, it's, that, it's like that. Oh, low. wow. So uh, they're they're so happy. Uh, my local like little corner store here at the end of my street that I go to, um, they none of them, no one there speaks English. I go there on purpose to practice my French. Uh, nice. And they love it. They lo- they think it's ridiculous. And we spend a long time trying to buy batteries. <laughs> uh, but- <laughs> and like how many different types of batteries? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to say double A in French. Like, it's uh-huh. definitely not directly translated. I promise you that because I tried that. And I'm on Dubla, my phone Dubla. with Dubla. Dude, I tried to get, I tried to get uh, propane for my barbecue. Propane is the same word in French. And I was turned away from three stores by probably six different employees because they did not know what I was talking about. And Is I it can just see a- the fucking propane. It's right there. I, <laughs> but like it's outside. And I'm trying to point to it and I'm like, propane, like like am i saying it wrong exactly that's what i always do i'm like if i just put a french accent like i can see it spelled the same so is it like le propin or like i think that's what it is le propin or something (laughs) it was wild i'm like and so my buddy here you know he obviously lives here forever he speaks great french and he's like so what'd you do i'm like i left (laughs) went home without propane i'm like yeah i did (laughs) crazy that's hilarious. Yeah, I don't I've been to Montreal quite a bit at Quebec City. I've also been to and I found that it was a lot more like you're describing where you you actually have people that have never learned English. Yeah, which it almost cool. kind of feels like a bit of a fuck you thing to me, you know, like it's because I feel like, you know, you can go to Europe or, you know, a lot <laughs> of places where, you know, they learn English in school and they try yeah. to like they know that there's going to be a lot of English people and not that, you know, you don't have to learn English. I don't care. Like, obviously. I'm not saying like, oh, it's on you to learn the language (laughs) I speak. I'm not trying to say that. But when you are in a bilingual country where 90% of the population speaks English in some fashion, whether it's their second language or their first, if you live in Quebec and you're just like, I'm never going to learn English, it feels a little bit like I took French from grade one. Okay. So it feels (laughs) like I I put in the effort. You don't know any English at all. Did you see the, uh, the, the post going around about the Hillroy, uh, notebooks, you know, the Hillroy notebooks that were like multicolored and they had Canada on the front. Uh, and then the version that they sold in Quebec, uh, just said Quebec on the front. There was no map of Quebec or of Canada. It just says Quebec in all caps on, on the front. And, <laughs> wow. And that's it. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. That's, uh, hey, I'm into that. Like, let's yeah. go. I, I the, the, Just living here and, and because the other three guys on my TV show 
Uh, they all speak French. They all live in French part here. Two of them near Ottawa, and 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 Chris lives next door to me. Uh, so like my appreciation for French Canadian culture and like that preservation of language and all that has gone way up. I'm a different person now than I was five years ago. Like I'd be like, yeah, what the hell, learn English kind of thing. But just because of being immersed in it, I like unfunnily I fear I feel like uh, it's, I'm very like no 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 it's the French Canadians they're like they're trying to preserve this and I get kind of weird about it now I don't know why it's really changed me a lot living here like and I, I feel like how the fuck have we not learned French the rest of the country right like either we're a bilingual country or we're not and I'm like why are we you know it gets weird uh, and now that I have to live here I feel real bad because I'm like I really wish I knew uh, at all <laughs> And uh, so every day I get humbled by it a little bit more. And uh, when I just got to be a tourist, I was a lot more like, yeah, figure it out. And now I'm just like, oh, man, I'm the I'm the dumbest one in the room. Uh, <laughs> well, I feel like BC is weird because like I grew up in Ontario. So in Ontario, you take French from grade one and it's like mm. a regular part of your curriculum. You start in grade one and it's like a big deal. And you're always le- like, I think we had French probably not every day, but twice a week, at least I would say from like grade one to four. And then in grade five, I think we had it close to every day. Grade and one starting to, is awesome. That's yeah. And then so I moved good. to BC and it starts in like grade five or grade six here. And like yeah, when you I, moved, I was in grade, grade nine and I was like five years ahead of everybody. Oh my God. That's way. See, that's how it should be. At least so everyone has a, a, I can tell you even when you were just, we were talking about earlier, just the way you pronounce things, you're like, you already know. You're like, no, that would probably be Sue, not so. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. John, I'm going to call you every day. I'm going to start getting all these texts from French, you. And you'll be teaching me. It'll be amazing. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'll try my best. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm no expert, but. Yeah, well, John is the okay. John is the smart one on on the pod, which I mean wow. again is not like a huge I mean. achievement um, given the other guys like me, and then I guess we could count Dan. I'm not insulting Dan uh, no, here, that's perfectly but fine. okay, yeah, but um, just an update. Um, Dan drank water for the first time in a month uh, last weekend, <laughs> and then. I don't think this is a coincidence, got like very sick for like three days. And I think it's because his body rejected the water. So that's sort of what you're dealing with here. Oh, is that true, Dan? Is that what happened? Yeah, that's definitely okay. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. We made him drink a cup of water. Dan got weekend. water poisoning from, yeah, one, from one cup like, of Like there water. was that lady who, remember the lady who the died hold a or whatever? For a, hold, a, hold, hold your, your wee for, for a wee. wee. Yeah. yeah so, so Dan had, oh, he's drinking water right now. Oh, he's Dan. Put it away. No, You're making Dan. a huge mistake. You need to drink, drink, a, drink a NOS or yeah, uh, like a balance it out, man. Yeah. I just need to drink enough to you know get the balance back in my yeah, body. Yeah, no, I like it. Okay. It's good sure. now. Fair enough. Yeah, power through. I mean, it's God. not a great sign if you give your body like presumably the only thing it needs for days on end in yes. order to live, and that immediately makes you sick. That's not a great sign. But I'm not. I'm not a doctor. You know. No, but by the I do way, think earlier, there's a chance Dan has like changed his entire body chemistry based on what he's he's put in his yes. body for the past few years. So, which I think is cool. I respect it. Can I? Sorry, I just want to circle back here on a yeah. bit. Is that? Can I do that? Is that okay? Absolutely. Well, so, yeah, Wes, when you were saying that you were, um, and it's only it only took me a second because I had to figure out the exact wording in my head. So, Wes, you said now that you believe more strongly in the preservation of French Canadian culture. I believe I would call you a Québécois. There we go. Oh my Whoa, god. Hey. Thank you. Was Kay. that worth circling back for? Not John, when I messed really? up the pronunciation yeah. three times in a row. 
I, yeah. It was a lot harder to say than I anticipated in my mind. Yeah. Quebecois. Yeah. That was really well yeah. written out, you know, in like yes. a little cartoon. You'd be like, oh, yeah. I, I think that's it. a visual one that you, you just Quebecois. see. Quebecois. There we go. Yeah. You got yeah, it. Edit, the, the, the edit the first, time. edit that one in there so it doesn't sound like I messed it up six times. Don't it's do always, that. It does always I'm suck when you're doing a big bit. And you just like mess up the pronunciation of well, a word. Well, you're like hyping it up. You're you're, you're like yeah, this is going to kill. Of course, it's all like, about I, momentum. I'd like, to, I'd like to go back to what we were talking about previously, so I can just put a bow on it and just absolutely <laughs> yeah. kill it with this joke. Yeah, and then and you, I did you say the word right. wrong four times in a row. But look, it's it's that's not early in the morning. It's it's eleven in the morning on on a Saturday. It's but early I think maybe for me. The, maybe that's what we usually record on on Sunday. So I think maybe yeah. the Saturday recording is is sort of throwing us off a little bit. So I'm getting my yeah, I'm not ready. Like Wes, what is that like for a magician? Because I know, like I've been on stage and I've been doing jokes, and you just like you you know, and especially for me, I'm more of a storyteller comedian. So it's like you know, you kind of build up a joke over the course of five minutes and then you and then you just like fuck up the pronunciation of a word and you kill all your momentum is there like a magic equivalent i would imagine there would be and it would be like worse probably well it's it's uh it's actually works perfect for your analogy because it really is the same as like a storyteller comedian because you are generally kind of not much is happening you're building to a big magic finale so you're really banking on that like at the end of this five minutes, the big thing happening, same with a story, right? And uh, you got little things along the way, but like you really need that thing to happen. And if right when you're go- going into that big thing, you can, you might say the wrong word, like you're about to reveal something and you, you know, you, you, maybe you accidentally switch your words around and you tip the ending before you turn the thing over or something that sucks. Or you, you might drop a very secret prop that you're trying to conceal in your hand <laughs> or something. And uh, when that hits the stage, People don't even know what they're looking at, but, and like, it, it can kind of go unnoticed a little bit, except for the fact that now the trick isn't going to work. And you're like, how do I pick this up uh, in a graceful way? So, yeah, I mean, it's like more of a physical fumble would probably get you more than words and magic, but like, right. there's like zero recovery, depending on what it is. I mean, zero sometimes you're just yeah. like, oh. Well, because I'm thinking of like, like you said, is a very good point is like, I think if you're someone who's watching magic and I enjoy it. Like I love watching magic and, and I've seen you perform a bunch of times and you're, you're so excellent, but it's like, I think, you know, it's like you said, you don't really know what you like. I'm trusting you as the magician. Like I'm watching, yeah. I know that you're a skilled magician. So I'm just assuming that whatever you do is a part of it. Yeah. So if you drop, you know, if you dropped the lemon on the ground or whatever, yeah. I would just assume like, oh, he meant to do that. And that was on purpose. But I can also understand how the wheels in your mind are turning like, oh, well, the lemon's supposed to only show up at the end. So now when the yeah. lemon shows up at the end, people are going to be like, well, that was just in his pocket the whole time or yeah, whatever. Exactly that. I mean, I've dropped my fake thumb and kicked it off stage before and been like, well, <laughs> I guess I'm doing a different magic trick now. <laughs> jammed out another idea. People in the audience, if they noticed it, they thought it was funny and on purpose or whatever, and everyone else didn't notice it. They just thought the trick was kind of okay instead of great. And I was like, oh, this is fun. Yeah, because I think that's like, yeah, like I say, I think it's a trust thing. Comedians, people don't trust you. They don't care. If you just fumble up a line or whatever, 
they're like, oh, he definitely he screwed that up. There's no way this was <laughs> the way it was supposed to go. That's Whereas true. like magic, I'm just like, well, he's trained for this for months, <laughs> even years before he got to this stage. That must have been the, a thing, you know? Yeah. Was uh, it was it hard? Because it, so it seems like on your show that's coming out, um, it seems like, you know, you guys are kind of doing like really quick tricks in the moment right like you're sort of like one i'm thinking of is like you're kind of doing a trick in the middle of traffic and you've like got someone who's stopped at a stoplight doing a trick like is that i mean that's got to feel like an insane amount of like pressure to get it right in the moment or is it kind of easier because it's tv and you're like ah, if we fuck it up then we just won't show it you have to have that sort of mentality is like well if we fuck it up but in our show for the first time in the history of magic shows we will show us fucking up stuff oh okay okay uh, and that was one of the ways we want to make our show different is like i fuck up several things and it's <laughs> hilarious uh it sucks as a magician you you take a shot in the ego but uh it's like no let's keep it real and uh and you know we're not fucking up lots of stuff but almost every episode probably there's something and uh, and other times we'll be like three of us will be sabotaging the other guy so he'll be doing something right. and we will <laughs> we will have switched one of his props or we'll come we'll send something else in that will completely derail him so he's gonna fuck up also but because we just want i don't know we like to prank each other uh but the red light like stopping at the red light stuff that is just us going between locations and then texting the director and stuff being like we're actually just gonna stop at a red light and jump out and do magic for people behind us so try and film it if you can and them being like, don't do that. No, what the fuck? Don't do that. And we're like, well, we're doing it. Bye. Right. <laughs> and, and so then you see cars pulling out and people running and camera guys running down the street. And we're just like, find a red light, stop, go and just start doing magic with people behind us. And uh, and we did it uh, probably did half a dozen times. I think maybe only one of them made uh, the show, but it's great. And it is a lot of pressure because you're just in the middle of traffic the people have no idea what's going on but they're your hostage they're right behind you they can't go anywhere you're like <laughs> you're about to see a magic trick and they're just like what the hell uh, but you know it was uh, a couple didn't work out so well uh, it was, but most of them were pretty good got some good laughs I, I so people wouldn't know this but you actually tried to teach me how to do a magic trick and I was so bad at it Yeah, I feel like it just was we could not I mean we could it was i mean i, you know, I, I did you ever put that on trick. youtube I, like i feel like you didn't but it was <laughs> like so basically wet the premise was that wes was doing this like little youtube show for a while where he would get his comedian friends he would teach them like a base level magic trick and then get them to like do it to people in the street so wes and i drove to a movie theater and we were just like standing out front of this movie theater and the trick was that i would ask a woman uh, to like see her engagement ring. So she would like give me her engagement ring and I would secretly have like a coin in my hand yeah, and then right. I would throw the, I would look like I was throwing the ring away, but I would throw the coin and then she would think her ring was lost and then I would somehow like slip it in her purse or something. Was that it, Wes? <laughs> what's the finish to the trick? I can't remember. Well, we never got that far. You had trouble with <laughs> <laughs> But if you, if you take the ring and you throw the coin, it goes ting to ting ting down the road, and it sounds very convincing. But you just couldn't get that. Uh, I just it just <laughs> felt. I think it was because in my mind, I'm like, they know I'm throwing a coin. They they <laughs> do not believe that this is. So a wait, ring. you didn't even throw the coin. 
No, I did. I did. But okay. no one ever believed me. They like I would kind of like throw the coin and you, like Wes said, you'd hear the sound of the coin like hitting the pavement. And then you look and the idea is you like freak out because you're like, did he just throw my ring? But I was so not smooth. I was not <laughs> convincing at all. They would just like see me and they'd be like, oh, he just threw a coin on the ground. He's yeah. still holding my ring. Yeah. Like they, I could not get that. And Wes like and then Wes would do it. And he was so smooth and he could get people to easily believe that he had just thrown their ring. And it was like it was like my hands didn't work. You know, it's like when you watch someone who's good at like carpentry or whatever, do something handy in your house and then you go to try to do it. And you're like, I don't think my hands are the same as yours. I think that was a jewel song. I think she wrote a (laughs) song about that. But it was just like I just couldn't figure it out and it was so it was just hilarious west could do it and they were believing him and it was so convincing and, and they just fault. looked at me like this guy's this guy's a, he's an absolute pathetic rookie D- don't they <laughs> no, they were telling west they're like you can't I, put this online i don't know what I you're picked thinking the wrong but. trick to teach you that's on me honestly that's <laughs> that is not on you that's, that's yes, like a ba- yeah. i feel like that's a trick that like you learn when you're like 11 year olds learn that they were i know but there's in- ones for eight year olds and i should have gone there <laughs> <laughs> So so the idea is you 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 take the ring and you have in in the hand you take the ring in yeah, you, you got a you nickel in your coin. hand in the same ring yeah. you grab the you, so you have a nickel in your hand and then you grab the ring from them and you just throw it you just squeeze the ring in your hand but you let the nickel go and it'll go tinking down the road right and now they're going to look and you're free to drop that in your own pocket or throw it to somebody else or toss it in their purse whatever you can uh, but it all depends on which direction you throw the coin and how convincingly you know, you, you did that move. So it's, it's uh, a, you know, so that was my problem is like, I would pinch the ring and I would just took so long to throw the coin. Like, like Wes was very good at like one movie. Be like, well, that's a really nice ring. Boom. And then like, and it just was so fast and and convincing. I think what it is, and, and here's what I think it was, is that it was a stranger that I did not know outside of a movie theater. And I was so scared of actually fucking it up and throwing their ring. So like, you know, you probably had at home, you practice with just like a shitty ring over and over again. So you're confident. You're like, I don't care if this is a $10,000 ring. There's no way I'm throwing it down the road. I'm I've done this a million times. Whereas me, I was like, okay, secure the ring throw the coin like it was just exactly. <laughs> it, you know, it you looked just like someone going through it slowly you just touched on something amazing about being a magician though because he just said it like we would just stop strangers and say can i see your wedding ring your engagement ring whatever and they would hand it to you like if you say i'm a magician before you ask for a wallet a cell phone or engagement ring or money people are going to give it to you you don't say i'm a yeah. magician before you ask for those things I mean, there's nothing else you can put in front of there where they give you that those those items. But they just willingly, hey, I'm a magician. Can I show you something? Sure. They hand you their phone. Can you unlock it? Yep. Here you go. Why are you like I have, I'm always blown away by the trust of strangers just because I'm a magician? So weird. So John, you said you lied and said I'm a magician before you, or did you just say, "Can I see your engagement?" I think we said we're filming a magic trick. I think that was my problem. I think I was like, "Hey, can I see your engagement?" I forgot to say that I was a magician. That was the real issue, I think, and that's that's what got me into some trouble. 
No, I think I don't think I said I was a magician. I think I said, what did we say, Wes? I feel like I just said, can I try a magic trick on you or something? That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't want to misrepresent the guild or whatever. You know, I don't want, you know, Wes didn't want to get in trouble with from his friends being like, oh, you're just letting all these comedians walk around saying they're magicians. (laughs) But buddy, I mean, after our uh, I'm about to I'm about to go through a whole bunch of hate from the magic community after this show airs. I was going to say, yeah, because if you're especially if you're showing you guys mess up tricks and yeah, stuff yeah. like that, like are they, yeah. cause I feel like you and I have talked about this before and you said there are like, there are definitely members of the magic community who are already mad at you because you yeah. oh, like, yeah. you know, you've posted like you fooled Penn and Teller on fool us. And then you posted a video of how you did it. And like, all yeah. like I know right. that you genuinely like have gotten some hate before. Oh yeah. Well, and then this show, this is the, one of my favorite things about the show we got going on is the, the opening of the show, cold open of the show. Every episode is uh, a one minute long massive trick it's like so like overproduced cinematic one shot no cuts one minute long crazy big and at the end of the episode we reveal how we did that trick so every oh. episode we're revealing one huge magic trick and uh but it's a magic trick that is that we creative we created ourselves it's impractical it's like imagine spending $30,000 to vanish a coin, right? There's no point, right? It's just an Ocean's Eleven amazing, crazy way to solve a simple problem maybe sometimes. Right. So magicians are going to hate it because we're revealing stuff, but we're not revealing anything that they would ever use. So like logically and my moral compass, I'm like, we're fine. I'm not I'm not giving away the goods of magic. I'm yeah. showing you how creative and, and outlandish the solution could be. And uh, and and some magicians we've talked to all on board, but there's always some that are like, oh, you can't give away the secrets. It's like, yeah, well, where'd you get your secrets from, from man? Someone taught you like, <laughs> let, it, let it go. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> I've only invented all my own tricks. I have yeah. never used someone yeah. else's tricks. So you know what? Uh, yeah, it is. It's got to be. I mean, we get, you know, I mean, Stefan and I get people don't like us. And and there's like, so, you know, some well, podcasting mostly, but. You're right. It is almost 100%. It's exclusively me, really. Whenever someone says they don't like Block Party, it's usually me. We actually had a very funny exit survey recently where someone said that they stopped donating to the Patreon because I'm too competitive on our trivia episodes. So uh... You are very competitive. But that is, I think that is part of the fun, too, you know? And I'm I'm usually like such a prick to you in like just the regular episodes and like everything else. So it is nice for you to kind of like get one over on me by like knowing but apparently more about that I can't even have world. that Stefan. I can't even have that one hey, W over you because someone I'll, has I'll let you stopped. Have no, I'll, you, you will, you but it. they've stopped yeah. donating to the show. I finally get a W and they're like, well, I didn't care for that. Well, that fucks me over too. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They didn't think about that. Okay. Well, <laughs> just cut it down by half or yeah. <laughs> I listen, I'll try to be less competitive, but I, I won't be. Literally, all we have to do is is change one of the categories, which is the the lightning round. Name the flags of the world. Listen, and, and it's then not my fault totally that everyone fine. else on Earth is apparently terrible at it. You're very good at it. You're, but that is what is that's giving you the win every single time. I mean, you can say whatever you want. Uh, all I'm going to say that all I see is a row of W's. I don't okay, see how we got there. I just know that I have. We've played four trivia parties, and I've won all four of them. Well, However, we tied one of them. Yes, true. And were flags a part of that? They were actually. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, fair enough. 
but I do think I do think it would be funny to bring Lance on the show to absolutely just destroy wipe, us, wipe yeah. the floor with us. Yeah, uh, Wes, we had a Jeopardy champion on the show like five oh, or six episodes ago. Cool. Um, so crap. yeah, so we and we we actually have a few former Jeopardy champs who listen to Block Party actually. So cool. I know Seth Wilson listens to the show, and he was like a thirteen day champion. So. You know, maybe Whoa. we can bring Seth and Lance on the show, Stefan, and they can just I, absolutely browbeat us. Again, what we need to do is bring on our our good friend Jesse Farrar, and then bring on like three Jeopardy champs, and then we <laughs> sit this one out. And it's just them. If he if Jesse gets one question, like before anyone else, then then he wins. You know, but I I think that's the plan. We got to do that. Yeah, that's a good. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Speaking of good plans, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied tapes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social social, social media. Yay. <clears throat> <laughs> Wes, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social media? Uh, I got my little blue check marks the other day. Whoa. Yeah, I had one on uh, YouTube and Facebook, but the Twitter and Instagram never. And then just because uh, of the show, uh, I don't know who called who, but I woke up one morning and it was like, boop, boop. And I was like, hey, I got blue check Whoa. marks. Now, yeah, did you have to do anything? So I know on Instagram, they still have the like, you can send in a picture of your driver's license and try to get verified or whatever. On Twitter, they used to have that you could submit for verification, yeah, uh, which is how I got me and Stefan got verified, but they don't have that anymore. So did you have to actually do anything or you literally just it was just on there like they never actually verified that it was you. They're just like, oh, we think it's this guy. (laughs) No, uh, True TV is owned by Time Warner and and Warner Media. And uh, they're like, "Okay, we got to get the got to get the talent of our new show verified. So they I don't know how, but they're like, yeah, it's going to be fine. And then I woke up, I'm like, whoa. I'm like, wow, things, uh, hey, there's a big machine that's moving, and I don't know how it gets anywhere, but I'm like, this is how things happen? This is amazing. I'm like, how do I get an Oscar? Like, what do we do there? (laughs) Well, so I will say, like, on on Twitter especially, having the blue check mark, uh, you will get, like, a thousand times more, like, pissed off replies from people. um, (laughs) Because they'll see the, they'll see the check mark, and uh, a lot, most of the time, what'll happen is, I mean, if you post anything like remotely political or whatever, it's just game over at that point. But, sure. uh, even something that you think might be inoffensive, people will see the check mark and, and just Roach, they're yeah. out, they're out for blood. But that to me is like part of the appeal of having the check mark is it yeah. drives people completely insane. I love it. Well, I noticed as soon as I got the check mark, I immediately stopped reading anyone that wasn't a check mark. I kept scrolling. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, immediately. Obviously. Like as soon as you yeah. go first class in the airplane, you don't even you're like, who's even back there? Yeah, Why close the divider, you know? Yeah. You know, and that's how I felt. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm here now. I've made it. Let's go. Are we sure that it's a written rule that the divider has to be open for takeoff and landing? Because that is especially when I don't want to see the commoners' faces. My brother's uh, stepdaughter, my brother's stepdaughter calls me the other day right after this happened. I got my check mark on Instagram and she's like, I had a dream about you last night. And I was like, What? And she's like, yeah, you got your blue check on Instagram. <laughs> so then you flew to Alberta where they live. And I went to the hospital and they euthanized me. And I was okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're like, yeah, I've done it. I've made out all I can do in my life. And I sat down and they killed me. 
So I don't know why. I don't know why uh, my niece is talking about that, but um, that's okay. I'm glad she's thinking about me. I guess that's important. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, it's yeah. it is weird. Like I've one thing I find with the blue check, and it's exactly what Stefan said, is like it is this weird thing where people will make like classist arguments at you. Where I'm like, I'm a teacher. Like I make like minimum wage basically like yeah. like i make minimum wage for an adult like i don't actually make minimum wage, but you know what i mean like i just not like i'm i'm not a rich guy but people act like mm. oh it's just another classic blue check mark uh <laughs> shitting on people who don't have a lot of followers like look at this blah, yeah blah. it's like i just got my blue check mark from posting a lot basically like, <laughs> yeah. yeah so <laughs> you know it's embarrassing for me to have my blue check mark i'd say but well, my buddy uh, chris uh that lives next door here like his YouTube is like 5 million. His Facebook's a couple million subscribers, like huge following on social media. Couldn't get his Twitter checkmark. Could not get wow. it. And they got it for the show. Same as me, same day. But he's like, how do I have 7 million subscribers? And I can't get this. It was blowing his mind. So I brought, I showed him yours, John, just to piss him off. <laughs> like, My buddy's a teacher. He's got one. And I uh, tried to so get, I tried to get verified on Instagram and I just don't have enough followers on there, but like you can yeah. like link and, and I'm like, well, I'm verified here, but they're like, that's not enough. But we got our, our Twitch stream, uh, got Twitch partner, like almost oh, immediately. Right. Uh, yeah. Just because we had we had a couple people like me and and one of my co-hosts on there are verified on Twitter and they were like, oh, okay, yeah, you guys can you guys can be partnered on on Amazing. Twitch. This is, but I think I think this was this was almost four years ago now. I think it was a lot easier to get partnered back then. It back seems then, like they made it. A, they wanted a lot to see tougher. like eighty eighty concurrent viewers or something. I, I don't know something like that. Yeah, yeah, and I think they've 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 increased it quite a bit. But uh, yeah. I, yeah, I think they we kind of got me. I got a blue check mark, and they don't give a shit. Yeah, they don't care about it. <laughs> 36 well, year old man playing enough. tony hawk on there i we need to stream more on the on the block party twitch yeah. i think i don't stream and i don't i need stream. to wail on your ass in fifa some more oh would you relax you beat me by one goal and it was I a still fucking, beat you it was a fucking oh it was fluke. a beautiful goal it wasn't a you didn't even score a single beautiful goal i scored the only nice goal in that game <laughs> have we brought up that uh, well our we've talked about our our nhl uh we have, like yeah. john and i play like an eashl team together and it's like pretty high level i would say like yeah i think we're probably ranked in like the top like 400 or something and yeah. uh we we got banned well we didn't get banned one of our teammates <laughs> got banned for seven days yeah um because we were playing like the 35th best <laughs> team in the world Whoa. Maybe this can just be my social media update. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just rolling out of Wes's into yours. It's yeah. fine. But, but uh, we were playing the 35th best team in the world, and and they've they've beaten our asses like quite a few times before. Like we've we've yeah. played them a few times. We beat them once, and that was like that was a big deal. They've only them. lost like 30 games this whole no, no, year. They've lost 15 games ever. Oh, I think. 15, and one yeah. of them was to us. One so. of them was to us, and so we're we're playing <clears throat> them. Uh, this is like last Monday. Uh, and, uh, we were up three, one with like two minutes left in the game and we lose four, three in regulation. It was brutal. Like we just choked, they, they just turned it on and just, just destroyed yeah, us. Joked. It was embarrassing. Big and joke. so they, they DM'd, uh, cause like I have like closed DMS on PlayStation. There's so many like psychos out there. Right. I don't want to <laughs> deal with it, yeah. but our teammate does not for whatever reason. And so he got a bunch of messages from like the other team, just like making fun of us for like losing and i was like you know what you say back to them to really throw them off 
because uh, they'll be expecting something like really like mean potentially is, is yeah, you just they were like, like oh you choked like oh you guys are chokers like imagine losing suck, that game Whatever, yeah which know. it it we did it, it did suck to lose for sure and i was yes. like you should say that you were uh sucking his dad's dick yeah. uh and yeah. so he said that to him and and it t- it totally worked. The guy was like completely like taken aback and was like, okay, "What? Uh, okay." <laughs> and then uh, the next day, our buddy got suspended by PlayStation for a week. So, Whoa. <laughs> so we can't play until until Monday. It fucking sucks. <laughs> wow. What if he had like? Wow, that's crazy. That seems like so the harmless thing to get suspended for. In my I opinion. know. Well, and, and they and they you know they started it. You know, yeah, not to, yeah. Not they to sound, messaged you know, us first. I'm like That's what I always years say. I'm like they started it. Come on, those exactly. guys started it, and they do did. not throw stones at this glass house, or we will throw f- stones back. Yeah, yeah. And how do they know he wasn't sucking his dad's dick? Like exactly. That's great. The thing. Right. He could have been. If you don't know the facts, like let's Absolutely. go. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny playing uh, on on PS5 now because they've got the the speaker and the controller, right? And John, you've had this a few times, right? Where <laughs> you, bad, man. you forget to, like, you can be playing without headphones on or whatever, and you're just, yeah. like, playing with the volume coming out of your TV. Yeah. Um, but the controller is also, like, a microphone. <laughs> oh my and God. so yeah. unless you go out of your way to, to mute it, like, y- you'll just be, like, muttering stuff, and the other player can hear you <laughs> but you can also like hear them and and like half the time you'll be playing and you'll hear just like the their tv at full blast so you'll hear like the commentary twice and all the sound effects twice the music uh. twice but then you'll hear them like complaining or talking shit which is just i mean it's just so much fun i i fucking love oh, it, but it i always bad. make sure I, to mute i didn't even know this like i didn't like so i so yeah basically it's a very weird thing because You'll just be playing one day and then all of a sudden just like voices start coming out of your controller. And at first I was like, oh, my God, it like is my system possessed? Like what's happening? (laughs) And so I didn't even really realize like what was and then eventually I caught on like, okay, it's the other players that I'm playing with and I can hear them. But I was like, I'm pretty sure they can't hear me because they, they would say stuff even. So I play goalie when we play NHL. So. I could hear them say things to me like, oh, good save goalie or whatever when I would make a save and stuff. <clears throat> and I never said anything back. And so it like wasn't a big issue. And then um, and so I was like, OK, I don't think they can hear me because nothing's going on. And so this was in one game where I played well. We won. The guys were nice. It was no big deal. It was a drop in game. It was just, just a drop in game. Some, yeah, some playing with random people. Doing. So then the next game starts and my team is really bad, but they're ranked high like guys. So you get like an individual player ranking. So they had like a very high individual player ranking. And I was like to myself, I'm like, how the fuck is this guy a P4? Like this guy is so bad. Like what? How? I'm like, this is ridiculous. And then they were like making moves. And I was like, God, this like, what are they doing? Like, And I just like just muttering to myself. I wasn't like yelling or anything, just muttering like this is and I was like, you at one point, I, think I was like, you got to be kidding me, like whatever. <laughs> and then I realized like two of them, I think, were friends. So we get to the first intermission and the one guy was just like, hey, Tendy, because I play goaltender. Yeah. It's like, hey, Tendy. And then he just farted in the microphone like insanely <laughs> loud, just like such a loud fart. <laughs> 
And then I was like, oh shit, I think they can hear me. And then I think I was like messaging. It might have even been Stefan and the guys in my group. I was like, I think they can hear me. And then they were like, oh yeah, you got to hit the mute button on your controller. And I was like, oh yeah. shit. So then I <laughs> so then I muted it from then on. But yeah, I thought that was a nice, like they could have easily been like, you know, fuck you, yeah. you know, blah, blah. But I thought that was they a pretty you, funny, like just, yeah, just going to fart directly into the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, it was a solid time. Oh, man. Uh, John, what's going on in your social well, media? Well, you know what? Speaking of farts, it's actually a great lead into my social media okay, update. Sure. Well, you know, sometimes our show is very, uh, it can be very uh, negative, you know, well, yes, crude, but also negative. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes people mention that, oh, you know, so I just want to give a, this is just a genuine, a solid salute uh, okay. to the, to the CN Tower. Uh, because oh, I saw this. This the, is great. Uh, so the CN Tower, <laughs> I, I guess you know they they light the CN Tower different colors for different causes, and like normally it's you know it's something that makes sense or whatever. I didn't really realize that they were so into you know changing up the lights, and so on April third, the CN Tower account, the official CN Tower account, which is followed by eighteen thousand people for some reason. <laughs> Uh, tweeted out just a picture of the CN Tower lit up in blue. And it just says, tonight, the CN Tower will be lit blue for Irritable Bowel Syndrome Awareness Month. <laughs> okay. Hey. So, and, and, and actually, they, they tweeted it twice. So the first time they tweeted it, they, they tweeted, tonight, the CN Tower will be lit blue for Irritable Bowl Syndrome oh, uh, Awareness whoa. Month. And then instead of just deleting the tweet and correcting it, <laughs> they quote tweeted their own tweet and wrote, correction, tonight, the CN Tower oh will God. be lit blue for Irritable Bowel Syndrome Awareness Month. And they spelled bowel how, correctly. How is it blue and uh, not like, I would say green or brown? Would yeah, be that would make way more sense sense right. to me i mean certainly as far as some of the things i've seen in my struggles with ibs uh <laughs> was, but do you, do you feel do you feel seen is that uh yes is, i do is that nice well here's what i will say though Stefan. so i said i didn't even necessarily realize like what was going on and uh i i you know i felt seen i felt like wow this is so nice the cn tower what a great thing but then I realized, like, they just light this thing up for fucking anything, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they just, like, if they only lit it up for, like, really important things and IBS, like, that was, like, the one thing where, like, maybe the guy who runs the light has it or something, like, whatever, I would be like, yes, this is, but you, if you go to the account, like, yesterday, tonight, the CN Tower will be lit red for National Wildlife Week. Yeah, it really it really cheapens uh, National IBS Month. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. Like yesterday was terrible. Okay, this is. I mean, tonight the CN Tower will be lit purple for National Oral Health Awareness Month and National Dental Hygiene Week. Dude, like Oral Health you, Awareness like, Month and IBS Month. Yeah, like who's driving? I mean, I mean who's driving in Toronto and sees the CN Tower lit purple, and they're like, "Finally, someone is recognizing <laughs> Dental Hygiene Week." Oh fuck! I need to brush my teeth. Oh my god. <laughs> oh fuck, man! When I when I lived in Toronto the last two years, our uh, you know, off our balcony, we got a clear view of the CN Tower, and every day, different color, and we'd be like, "I wonder." We try and guess, like you just said, like we'd be like, "What the what the fuck?" Okay. Okay, it's stripy green and white. Okay, what the fuck does that mean? It's twirling around. And you never get it. It's always some random, like, 
like don't forget to water your lawn or something like it makes <laughs> no sense so, yeah, yeah. It's literally every day. This is it's April pretty, 8th. No, I like I like seeing it lit up. Oh, I it's just, nice. It's yeah. nice, but it's also like tonight the CN Tower will be lit blue for Global Meeting Industry Day. That's what? IBS though. Blue's That's IBS. IBS. Yeah. What the fuck? I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. You know. I mean, it's just horrible. So I'm <laughs> oh like, oh my god. Uh, yeah. So it, it, uh, honestly, at first it was nice, but it was just <laughs> like, okay, this is good. April second tonight, the CN Tower will be lit in rainbow colors for World Autism Awareness Day. Sure. Good. That's that makes good. sense. Yeah, that makes sense to me. But I, but I think what it is is it's like how there's all those like fake international day, like international. Oh, it's International Donut Day or Pancake Day, and it's just like uh, like Dunkin' Donut it like invented that so that they could sell more donuts, right? Like it's it's just that. So it's like big IBS, you know, got a hold of the CN Tower, and and was like, we need to bring awareness to. I mean, I, but I just it's annoying to me that it's just blue. That's such a generic yeah. color. I feel like well, it's probably if you search the CN Tower, it's lit blue for like everything, probably. Well, right? and also, how do they decide these colors? Like, okay, this is another one. Obviously, you know, in the IBS realm, tonight the CN Tower will be lit teal for premenstrual dysphoric disorder awareness month. Sure. Where do we get teal? I mean, I you got a thousand diseases and eleven colors or whatever. I guess you're, <laughs> yeah. you're yeah. getting creative. I guess, that's I guess true. so. Yeah, I just, yeah it's really, really it's really crazy. Like, uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, okay, so we got purple for epilepsy awareness. Okay, uh, we've got red for World Tuberculosis Day, blue for World Water Day. Okay, that and mm. that, you know, that makes sense to me. But I think the problem is as well is that like it'll be lit up for like sports teams too. So you're gonna yes. see it and be like, well, either the Raptors just won or it's like malaria month, right? Like. <laughs> It's one of the yeah, two. Yeah, exactly. When it's blue, it's like, did the Leafs play tonight? Or yeah. is it dental hygiene week? Or yeah. is it irritable bowel syndrome month? Or do we have that? In, I guess we have that. BC Place does that sometimes in, in Vancouver. Yeah, they'll, but they usually just do up. like the, they'll do like flags. Like, remember, like when the sevens were here, they would like, that was it up really with cool. All the flags actually. of I the like countries that, that were yeah. playing. They seem to have more ability to like project stuff on the sides of the BC. Like, yeah. It seems like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I think maybe the Harbor Center lights up as well. We don't because we don't really have like the CN Tower equivalent, I guess. But right. yeah, that's that's I, I did see that, John, and I did think of you because of that yeah. thing. So, yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it. Listen, they need you the know. CN Tower, man. They got no mountains, right? Like you don't know which direction you are. So you need a You need a thing like yeah. that for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. And, I, you know, it's I'm not trying to say IBS is any more or less important than anything else. The CN Tower has been lit up for, but it was. Yeah, it was nice. It's nice to be seen for once. You were surprised, just, though. Well, I was because, you know, normally IBS, you know, people don't really take it serious. They just laugh at you and they're like, oh, haha, IBS, you poo poo a lot or whatever, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's just so it's nice to see people showing some respect. I deal with it's a lot of pain and it's not a it's not a great time, you know? So I'm actually I don't think I've talked about this on the pod. I'm getting a colonoscopy in July. Hey, so. Wow. There you go. Excited for that. Excited that's for a this. Bit, that's new, a big. That's a big grown-up move there. Phase. I know. I was like, I, you know, Becca always bugs me because I'll be thirty-six this year, which like thirty-six just feels so close to forty. It just is so brutal. And uh, I'm like, yeah, this is the first time I've truly felt thirty-six. They like sent me all the info for the colonoscopy. I was like, oh boy. Yeah. Not yeah. pleasant. Have fun. Not pleasant. Enjoy. Well, apparently it's like, so you can't eat or drink anything for like 36 hours before. Yeah. That so that's to me be, seems like the worst part. Yeah. You can, you, you can only eat 
like clear things. So you can have like broth and jello they consider to be clear. Okay. Um, and like stuff like that. And then you, you, yeah. And you can only drink water oh, and, damn, then they, and then they, and then they, they give you, <laughs> <laughs> and then they give you a thing where, uh, yeah, you just like shit, you just like shit out your, your entire body weight for like 12 hours before. Because you got to be totally empty. Well, Dan would the... be fine with that, I think. <laughs> Dan would right. be used to it. Dan would have yeah. no issue, but that for that part. But yeah, yeah, it's not going to be fun. I'm not looking forward to it. But you know, it is what it is. What can we say? Speaking of cleaning, Dan, out I'm our just systems, Dan. Dan goes to the doctor, and they're like, "So did you shit out uh, your entire body weight?" And Dan's like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Oh, so the medicine worked?" Dan's like, "What medicine?" <laughs> 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 oh, so you took the you took that? Yeah, what? what you no, I had a glass of water. I thought yeah. that's all I had to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, speaking of cleaning out blockages, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts, block tail. Woo! No longer can see the post. It's a block tail. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a block tail. Wow, what a what a perfect segue. Thank you. Try my best. You know, I'm getting better. Yeah. I'm getting better. I've said it before on the show. I'm doing a radio show on Sportsnet 650 right now with Brendan Bachelor, uh, who's oh. the play-by-play voice of the Vancouver Canucks, and and like a true professional. So I'm really just I'm just trying to absorb. You know, I'm just trying to absorb. I'm the sponge. I want to be a Segway king. You know, I'm, just, I'm doing amazing. what I can. Uh, Wes, uh, this is your, the, the floor is yours. Tell us about your, uh, your block tail. Uh, yeah, I had to, I had to do the blocking on this. Nice. And, okay. And, uh, and it was, uh, well over 200 phone numbers I had to have blocked because okay. of a social media prank that my buddies that, that I have the TV show. <laughs> this is well before the TV show. And, uh, <laughs> this is a year and a half ago. It's August 2019. We went to Vegas for the week. And they're like, we're going to prank you when we get to Vegas. And I was like, okay, that's not how you prank someone. You don't tell them, right? <laughs> and they're like, they're like 11 o'clock on Tuesday morning, we're pranking you. And I'm like, you guys are terrible at pranks. And uh, I wake up super hungover. They're like, we got to go. We got to go. We're pranking you now. I'm like, okay, so fun. And they, they take me. And I'm hungover. Driving in this car, we had a blindfold on, which is not a good combination. I already get car sick at the best of times. And we finally get there and they're like, just, just sit here for a minute. So I'm out on the side. I know we're on the strip somewhere. And uh, they're like, hey, take your blindfold off. Look up. And there's a billboard of oh, me no. uh, right next to the MGM Grand, right across from the Aria. Massive billboard. And uh, it's a picture of me in a jock strap, nothing else, holding a bottle of whiskey, like just sweating profusely. And it says, call for your next child's birthday party. And it has my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> my real phone number. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. And, uh, you know, it sobered me up pretty quick. And they're like, uh, yeah. I'm like, how long is up for? They're like, yeah, uh, a month. And I'm like, it's up your month. Great. And the phone call started immediately. It cost $11,000 to do this prank. I think of a fuck. They're like, let's do it. And uh, I get calls all month long uh, from just drunk guys in Vegas wondering if that's my real phone number, right? And uh, that was okay because they weren't coming in that insane amount, like not a yeah. lot. But then that video that we filmed this as a prank got on YouTube 
which went to like maybe 75,000 views and the phone start, started ringing like crazy text messages and stuff. And I was like, I started having to block them because they were relentless. You know, people that watch YouTube, they just couldn't get enough. So I was like, block, block, block. And uh, I'm keeping tally on my phone. Then my buddy takes the clip and puts it on uh, TikTok and it does like oh, 400,000 views no. on TikTok. <laughs> and that's when it went insane because the kind of people that watch TikTok, I mean, they're like, oh, this would be so fun because he literally says, he's like, go blow my buddy up. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> so all these kids watching TikTok are like, no problem. And now I'm getting like over the course of two months, I blocked well over 200. I, I, I kept keeping track for a while and I stopped. It was thousands of calls, man. Over two, oh. over two months, it was like averaging like, I don't even know, like fucking 15 a day, 20 a day. For, oh. Like it was crazy. It would, I'd drive down the road and my phone would just be like ringing and I'd just be like, like this. I almost changed my phone number. It was crazy. And that speaks to how much of a pain in the ass it is to actually change your phone number, right? Because yeah. like you would think like, let's just change my phone number. But then you have to think like, oh wait, it's like tied into so many things where it's like, I'm going to get a text message to like log into my email or log into this account. Yeah. And my I business, don't know like, how many things. call me for gigs? Like all yeah, of that. Exactly. Like, yeah. Uh, oh my God. Bad. But yeah, then I had to sit through some pretty crazy like voicemails <laughs> because of it. Right. Like, and they're like, you know, some of them were fine. They're just checking in. Is this really you? Whatever. And those ones I didn't block. I just replied or didn't and never heard of them. But some of them are getting like 70 or 80 messages from the same number. Right. Oh. Just harassing me because they know, right. They yeah. know, uh, like Chris Ramsey sent me here and like that and like, Oh man, sending pictures. Like it was crazy. So that is a really oh, good prank man. though. Like that is that's incredible. It's, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> it, the gift that kept on giving for, for, for months and months. I remember <laughs> the, um, there was a similar prank done to Wes. You probably know Alex Pavone, the comedian, Alex Pavone. Yeah. yeah so what the, when the Leafs made the playoffs in 2013, they hadn't been in the playoffs in a decade and so, uh, you know, obviously, needless to say, pretty hot ticket in the city of Toronto. <laughs> and uh, some other comedians got together and they just put up an ad on Craigslist. Okay. And they were like, uh, they were like, yeah, um, I'm a Leaf season ticket holder. I can't make the game tonight. And I would love to like, I would love to just like give the tickets away to like someone who want like would really love to go to the game tonight. Like that would make me really happy. And so I'm just giving away f a free pair of tickets to the Leafs playoff game tonight. And I hope, you know, you guys can have a great time of the game, like call oh me or whatever. <laughs> and like he said it was, I mean, at least in that it's like a time frame prank. Yeah. It's so one, it's like, you know, because as yeah, soon as yeah. the playoff game's over, then, you you know, then presumably people will stop bothering you. But he said it was like his phone essentially because it's 2013, too. So phones are not. He said his phone basically like broke. Like yeah. it was just so many people were just calling and emailing him like it was just unbelievable. And I was like, man, like so. Yeah, like the billboard and then the addition of there is something about online when people know they have a guaranteed way to piss a stranger off there yeah. for some reason they just latch especially when they feel like they they're a fan of chris so they're yeah. like this is what chris would want me to do he <laughs> yeah, would want yeah. me to yeah. yeah he would want me to bug his buddy you know oh i can't even imagine that did it like so how long did it take after the sort of billboard and everything were down before you stopped like kind of getting calls or whatever? I'd say it was like it was it didn't go it didn't go under three a day for like five months. Um, <laughs> oh but God. like it, it came down off of that like 10, 15, 20 a day after about six weeks. 
But like, cause he, he staggered them though. It was the billboard, <laughs> then YouTube, then TikTok. So it was yeah. really every couple of weeks. Right. And then I could tell uh, when randomly one of the videos will get like 20,000 views because just randomly one day, even like a year <laughs> later, I'll just be my phone was like, bzz, 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 and I'm like, oh, what the hell? I'm like, oh, someone's popular. Mm, oh, nope, not this, not important. Not, not, good, not good at all. So, <laughs> so you like, never got them to take it down? Your, what's that? You never got them to take down like the YouTube or TikTok? No, they're just, still up. I sent you the link. You can watch them. People still uh, well, Unfortunately, you appearing on this show is probably going to ensure that you get a few more text messages. Can't wait. You know what? Happy to hear from anyone uh, listening to Block Party. Uh, but yeah, man, I... Uh, uh, it, it helped us though because when we were selling this show chris and i were the two uh that went to like meet all the networks la new york and all that stuff and in one of our pitch meetings um we were explaining this prank and about 10 minutes later in the pitch meeting i got a couple messages on my phone from that <laughs> prank exactly it was like great i'm like i'm like yeah this is kind of shit i'm dealing with every day and they're like no way you guys planned that I'm like trust me didn't plan it you can talk to <laughs> you all like it's random people oh so my it god that's perfect us solidified the uh the authenticity of the <laughs> asshole oh my god that is uh i love that that's a great block tale that is yeah, really really good wonderful. unlike anything we've had on the show that's yeah. for sure um, oh, I'm glad. we have uh, a the listener block this week a little bit more standard uh this one comes in from trevor uh and they say hey boys at trevor less here i work for the disgusting worm ed zitron who i hate with my life uh <laughs> and i think he does actually work for he ed, does so, yeah yeah uh he says uh i got one where i was blocked professionally uh basically as a pr guy part of the job is to flirt with journalists on twitter which will in theory make them more receptive when i dm or email them about my clients I got blocked by tech crunch journalist Ron Miller, who is extremely relevant to my particular area of PR because I said something that could be construed as insulting to the New England Patriots. Uh, This was back when Julian Edelman was suspended and they were short at the receiver position. He asked what else they would do. And I responded that I lacked all the physical tools required, but they'd probably sign me because I'm white. Uh, the Patriots have a history of signing, quote, scrappy white position players like Gronkowski, Welker, Amendola, Edelman, Burkhead, etc. This got me blocked. I should note that I'm also a Pats fan. Uh, and then he sends the link to the tweet. Very good. Uh, uh, thank you, Trevor. Uh, thank done. you for working for Ed. Great block. Uh, if you want to submit a block tale to the show, you can do so at blocked at blockparty.com or you can fill out the form on our website. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BlockPartyPod. You can also donate to the show at Patreon.com slash BlockParty, where $5 a month gets you access to four bonus episodes every month. Uh, This past week, we just released a a mailbag with producer Dan, where that's where we found out all about his water drinking habits, and we answer a lot of other fun listener questions. That's up right now. Coming out this week is our brand new monthly series, the Canadian Education Program for Foreign Podcasters, where we bring on our podcasting friends to uh, teach them about Canadian culture. We've got Lydia Burrell or Howell Dottie, however you know him, uh, coming up this week. We're going to be introducing him to Fred Penner. Uh, so that should be a fun time. And uh, later this month, we just announced Saturday, April 24th, we're going to be doing a live show with David J. Roth of Defector Media. We're going to be watching some sports bloopers 
uh, with him, and that'll be a blast. That's at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Saturday, April 24th. You have to be a Patreon donor at any level uh, to get access to that show, so uh, make sure you do that if that's one you want to check out, but all that information is over at patreon.com slash block party, and of course, if you like the show, just tell a friend. Uh, it's always nice for us and and brings, uh, you know, some more ears to the show. Uh, Wes, we always like to finish the show with a top three suggested by our guest. Uh, what do you have for us, please? I was thinking uh, top three myth, myths or lore, you know, like myth that like that you wish was real, like a mythical beast or something, you know, like, Ooh, like for me, like, like, like I, I start number three. So yeah, you, you start do? with your number yeah. three. Yep, exactly. My number three, I was thinking like, like mermaids, like I wish mermaids were real. You know, something about that. Like, okay. you, you like you want to have sex with them. Well, yeah, I want. Sure. I, I want. I want to. I want to gaze into the water and have you know, like, uh, like get get them to like the siren song of them trying to convince me to go over. And maybe I'm going to resist it. Maybe I just. Maybe I just look at them through the. You know, maybe I don't. Maybe I dive in. Maybe I go down there. I don't know. I. It's a. I wish they were real. I wish it was a problem that you had to face when you were out on the high seas. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> and you're always on the high seas. I mean, that's what people are always saying about Wes Barker. That guy loves the high seas. Low seas, you'll never find him there. But the high seas, he is. He loves it. <laughs> uh, my number three, uh, Sasquatch, for the same reason as Wes. Yeah. I, I mean, you want to have sex with the Sasquatch? I think if you fucked Sasquatch, you can make so much fucking money off of it for real. What? If, 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 like, post a video of you fucking Sasquatch. That is, yeah. you're going to, you're going to make, you could make like $10 million off that. I think just like yeah. from the story alone, selling the story. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's the, there's the, the Netflix documentary about the lady who f- fucked the dolphin or the octopus or whatever it was. Right. Isn't there. And then Sasquatch, like you're like, isn't there, that sounds like a thing. I don't remember if it's real, but it sounds yeah. like it is. I, I think Sasquatch <laughs> is a, is a top, but so I, I do think, um, yeah, Sasquatch, Sasquatch is would, definitely a top Sasquatch would fuck me, but I think. Uh, just a just video footage of that because number one, it's proof that Sasquatch exists, and number two, it's a video of him fucking a human. So I think um, sort of like the two uh, things that that cryptozoologists have wanted more than anything in the world, uh, uh, right there. So number three is is Sasquatch or Bigfoot. As I feel like known. at least once a year that is like a National Enquirer headline, you know, or like exclusive interview with the with the person who banged Sasquatch or like. So if that yeah. was real, like if that was like a headline in like, you know, the the New Yorker, yeah, <laughs> that's where you go with it. Like you want to tell the more sensitive, the the eight page essay story of your love affair with Sasquatch. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd yeah. be pretty cool. John. Well, I mean, both of you guys have gone real sexual, so I'm I'm sort of like, well, where do I go here? You know, um, I think sort of it. I'll 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 follow suit. In number three, I would say like Medusa slash the Gorgons, uh, okay. just because like part of it is that like yes, I know I could get turned to stone or whatever, um, but I think like no one has ever wanted me in that way. You know, it'd feel cool. Like I think same t- as us, it's like the sirens. I think part of it is you're like, oh, they really want me, you know, <laughs> like I feel like that doesn't really happen in my life. It's not really like someone's like, oh, my God, like really trying to tempt me. I'd be like, wow, they are really 
this snake-headed babe really wants me. This she is to crazy. To anybody, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think I. Are me? Are you looking at me? It's me. Oh, okay. Hey, what's up? Uh, so yeah, I think that would be <laughs> literally. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that would be. I think my number. My number three. That would be pretty cool. And just that you would have to like be taught about that. You know, like your parents would have to sit you down and be like, okay, so listen, if a Gorgon lady ever looks at you, maybe she might even (laughs) pop out a titty. You cannot look in her eyes. Okay. And you will want to. It will be so nice. My eyes are up here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trust me. Yeah. So (laughs) that, that I think would be very, a very fun aspect to it. So that's, I'll go, I'll go for number, number three. Last year, number two. Oh yeah, number two. Yeah, uh, number two. I wanted. I want. Uh, I wish. I wish we had leprechauns. I yeah. Really I mean, who's to say we don't? I. That's not. Maybe we do, but I. <laughs> so far, pretty shy. Looks like I. Uh, they're very cunning, but apparently they have gold, you know, and they and they do like magic, which is cool to me. And and I'm not taller than most people, so it'd be great. <laughs> be uh, be among some people I was taller than, you know. So that's for me. Yeah, and I want an excuse to go back to Ireland, so I'd go see the leprechauns, hang out. It's too bad there we're not go. in person because you are for sure taller than Stefan, who is five. Oh three. yeah, that you do. I'm not tall. five. Come on, I'm not five two. Come on, I said I, five I'm three. Sh- so I, okay, I'm not five Look three. At this. Either. Doth protest. Uh, too much. I get shorter every episode when when John brings <laughs> it up. But uh, no, okay. I would say you two are probably Stefan. You're what five seven? Five nine and a half. Okay, so Stefan is five seven. Wes, where are you? <laughs> I am. I'm five nine, so he's taller than me. Okay, all right. I line. think you guys would be. Very, I mean, I've been around both of you quite often. I would guess. I would bet you're around the same height. What I think is, though, Wes, is you. Uh, you know, you actually have like some muscle and some weight to you, so you yeah. would just seem taller than Stefan. That's by true. virtue yeah. of you know, Stefan is you know, I'm very he's twinkish. Sort of, yes, yeah. exactly. I'm going for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my number two. Uh, I'm going to go with Ogopogo. Yeah, great, great call. That's great Canadian call. content. Um, yeah. That's a classic. I don't know that there's any like like there's footage of like supposedly the Loch Ness monster. I don't know if there's footage of the Ogopogo that you can go look up, but um, I just think I just like the idea of uh, sea monsters or lake monsters. Uh, yeah, I stared I at that lake a lot when I was a kid, man. Trying to see it for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you ever see anything that resembled? Like a sea monster? you get these like weird little waves and yeah. night, you're like maybe but you're you know you're 12 and you don't know what yeah. you're talking about. I'm trying to yeah. think of like what the actual legend is, like who saw it that even uh you know that that would have even seen it to be like oh I think this is real. Although it's apparently tied to First Nations myths. So I, I guess think it's that like kind an indigenous of, thing, yeah. Yeah, so. So, okay, so that kind of makes sense, although it was cited in 1872, apparently. Um, and then in 1968, that's the big, uh, that's the Whoa. big one. Uh, okay. While driving on Highway 97 in 1968, Art Folden, great name. <laughs> Art Folden noticed something moving in the lake. He pulled off the road and filmed what he claimed to be footage of the alleged creature showing a large wake moving across the water. Folden estimated that the Ogopogo was 300 yards offshore a computer analysis of the footage concluded it was a solid three-dimensional object. Uh, he noticed that something was large and lifelike in the distance out on the calm water and pulled out his home movie camera to capture the object. Uh, but yeah, it was apparently looked at on a National Geographic show and they 
Okay, this is such a funny sentence. So, this, oh, on the National Geographic TV show, Is It Real? in 2005, um, they utilized surveyor boats to find the actual distance of the alleged creature from the shore. They found it was much closer to shore than originally thought, <laughs> resulting in a reduction of actual size and speed. They concluded it was likely a real animal, but its size had been greatly overestimated and that it was probably an otter or a beaver. <laughs> Come on. It's supposed to be this giant. This guy's like, I saw a giant 300 foot long serpent in the water and it was a beaver. <laughs> oh my God. That's so good. I love John, that. Your number two? Uh, my number two. And I, I, I'm going to put a caveat on this in that I only want this if I can have one. Uh, but Pegasus. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't yeah. want a winged horse? Are you guys kidding me? Come Unbelievable. On. Could you imagine? I'm just like going to work on the back of a winged horse Baby, incredible so nice. yeah i, I love would it. love it so yeah pegasus pegasus nice. is my number one uh or sorry my number two choice and i think yeah for all the reasons i stated above all right Wes, Wes, your number, number one. one uh my number one <sighs> magic lamp i need a genie in a magic lamp yep uh you know i don't even know what I maybe I think I just want to be friends with it, you know. I don't even think I'm gonna waste all the wishes right away. I want a friend to hang out with. Maybe, maybe I really want it to be Robin Williams. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I just I need that I need that magic lamp. That would be so cool. Just the experience, even of like rubbing yeah. it and then it something yeah. pops out. Even just that alone, yeah. you know. I mean, we've been you trying can have to... that experience, John. If you want, I mean, that's a pretty easy experience <laughs> to have. Is it? Yeah, rubbing something and then something comes out. I did that like three times a day. <laughs> I was trying to give you the chance to not make it into a jack off joke, but no, you... it was like from the start, it was about my penis. Okay. From the, from well, the beginning, I, I'm just trying to give you a, you know, my mind went to like, you know, cakes. Like we've been having people jump out of cakes forever. No, no. I plowed right through your, your warning signs there. But, uh, <laughs> well, there were no warning is... signs. I just was trying to give you the chance to just no. for once, not taking, it... not taking the out. No. All right. Okay. Sorry. Not That's happening. fine. Whatever yeah. you want. I, it's, uh my number one gnomes uh there was this uh there was this book i remember growing up i think it was british or maybe dutch uh and it was just called gnomes and it was it was like written and illustrated like like a biology textbook uh, as if gnomes like actually existed in like the real world uh and so it talked about like sightings of gnomes and like where they live and and you know they're nocturnal and like how you could like capture a gnome and stuff and like as a kid that's like the type of thing where like you know it's fake but because it's written as just like a legitimate biology textbook it really captures your imagination oh, you know cool um it's it's a really cool book i'm sure some of our listeners have have read it but yeah uh just based on that i got to go with gnomes number 1 hell yeah so you said that like a myth that we wish was real. It could be any like myth, like story or whatever. Yeah. So I'm going to say uh, the Bible. Oh, <laughs> oh I mean, you can't say uh, that. Come, come on, on, guys. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, oh my, my God. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh. Sorry. Uh, yes, dude. Whoa. Yes. Oh, geez. My bad. Yes. Sorry. Sorry to go Too all soon. Dennis Miller on this podcast. <laughs> uh, you know, pretty. No, my actual answer, similar to Stefan, is um, it, this is all influenced by being a kid. 
Uh, but I would love if the Knights of the Round Table was like a real oh, thing. Like I loved. That's like, a great call. I was a huge yeah. King Arthur guy. I loved all those books. I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. And I think when you're a kid too, it's it's you do kind of think it's real. You're like this could uh, yeah. be like a real thing that because obviously knights and stuff existed. Um, but yeah, the idea that there was this sort of mystical land where that was ruled by all these cool knights, and I was always like a Sir Gawain guy. You know, I was always like everyone else like Lancelot not me I'm a I'm a Gawain I'm a Gawain guy uh so yeah it was it's I just think it's a great uh a great thing you know and uh yeah I just I, I loved it all and I wish it was real and I wish I was one of them I wish I, I was think I thought it was time. real for a lot longer than Same I want to admit <laughs> yeah yeah I think too. it was only like if if Merlin wasn't in it I feel like it got it would be a lot easier to believe that it happened i think but then as soon yeah. as you have this like mystical wizard involved and you, you kind of have to be like ah, oh, all right maybe that wasn't but i guess you could just be like i bet merlin's not real but all the rest is but they made or that, or that he there. or that he was like a like a medicine man or something you know like, right like right they right. just called him like a magician back then right like, yes yeah, yeah, yeah. totally yeah, uh not. great so top a, three great top three yeah great uh great, great to cool. have you on the show too finally feels like we should have had you on before now but we're glad that you're here or we're here with us uh before we go is there anything you'd like to plug what yeah, obviously we've been I talking mean, about please. your show give us all the details yeah big trick energy and that airs uh starts april 22nd on true tv uh i don't know where they're gonna you know eventually end up putting it uh streaming wise but everyone asks me that every day i don't know but it'll be everywhere <laughs> and they're gonna put up a lot of stuff on youtube for uh for anyone who wants to see but yeah please watch that show because if you like magic you're gonna love it if you don't like magic this will be the time that you actually decide that you like magic this would be like you're like oh i don't like magic but i like this kind because it's a lot more accessible for people it's a lot more fun and a lot uh, we don't take magic so seriously so i'm super proud of the show and that's the only thing I really want to plug because I'm just so damn proud of it. So I hope everyone watches it. It's so fun. I awesome. can't wait. I can't wait to see it. I'm excited for you. You deserve it. You're a very hardworking guy and very funny and talented. And it's great to have you. And people can find you on Twitter and Instagram, which are now verified at Stunt Magician, correct? <laughs> yep. And uh, I got videos, uh, every, at least one video a week on my YouTube channel as well. So type in Wes, Wes Barker, Stunt Magician, Wes and Magic. Type in anything. It's going to come to me. Remember my name, Wes. You're going to get there. There's not a lot of Wes's out there. There Me and Wes Snipes. That's it. And you might even be able to stumble across a video in which I roast Wes uh, as he <laughs> leaved Vancouver uh, for Toronto, if you're so inclined. So, that one got uh, like 50,000 views, man. A lot of people saw that. I it was it was a blast. That was a very fun night. Uh, you know, you guys were very we, tasteful with you. How much you hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we can hope for. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning into the show. Uh, again, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Block Party Pod. You can donate to the show at Patreon.com/slash Block Party, and we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.